come on in, guys, because it's time for another episode of Outwatch, a Survivor Rewatch podcast. My name is Alex. I am your host and guide through our Outwatch adventure, and we are here in the middle of Survivor the Amazon Season 6. Each episode, we take an episode of a past season of Survivor, rewatch it, recap it, and react to it. That's our outwa- outplay, outwit, outlast. It's rewatch, recap, react. Yeah. <laughs> Print it. It'll take us three seasons. <laughs> it just Whoa. happened, dude. Yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog style. <laughs> <laughs> Today we've got episode six of Survivor the Amazon titled More Than Meets the Eye, but it's a pun because it's like meat like that you eat with your mouth. (laughs) Yeah, it's a really bad challenge. Uh, And before we get into it, you ought to meet my co-hosts who are watching this season. (laughs) Dude, I didn't even do that on purpose. (laughs) Oh, you said it like you did. I wish I did it on purpose. <laughs> like, what are you laughing at? That was oh, me dropping my mic. <laughs> <laughs> it's over, folks. <laughs> uh, shut the podcast down. <laughs> it's happening right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my my three co-hosts here have really not experienced Survivor until this podcast. And so we are experiencing these seasons with the eyes of a newborn babe. Ooh. Through the eyes of these, these. I movies. hope a newborn babe isn't watching this season of Survivor. <laughs> <laughs> Set him up for uh, a lot of questions, <laughs> a lot of confusion later in life. Really. <laughs> uh, so, without further ado, Adam, welcome to Outwatch. Glad to be here, Alex. Uh, one of the big moments from this episode, um, in a bonding experience, the Yellow Tribe, that's the uh, Jabaroos, they play the dating game where mm-hmm. um, Shauna allows all the men at her tribe to um, describe to her the date that he they would take her on. And so I thought, what better way to start out this episode than to just play our own version of that game? So, um, Adam, take me on a date. Well, Alex, I think the problem with the dating game is that everybody just does like this is everything to the nines. Mm-hmm. So for me, I think we'd start at rallies. <laughs> um, maybe hit up uh, hit up Nick's or uh, play play some Sink the Biz. Uh, mm-hmm. Then this is, uh, a, this is a this is a, a bar specific drinking game from college. <laughs> yes, if you aren't from our town. Uh, then uh, we probably we'd drive out to a uh, to Brewster's ice cream mm. in Bloomington because mm. uh, it's a little bit more out of the way. So you know, take you up to make out point. We just go from there. All right. This isn't <laughs> fun for me right now. <laughs> <laughs> I regret <Ooh>. this. <laughs> uh, Emily, welcome to Outwatch. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Emily, uh, let's play the dating game. What's in store for us? <laughs> All right. <laughs> I've given 30 seconds of thought to this, so here we go. Great. Uh, we're going to start at Dunkin' Donuts and get some iced coffee. You know me so well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. We're playing to our audience here. Obviously. <laughs> taking Alex on a date. Um, then we'll go, uh, oh gosh, hit up the green. What's it called? The the. Mm, we're going to go play golf. I am a pro. <laughs> I know all the lingo. The green? <laughs> Whatever the heck you say about golf. <laughs> no, <laughs> <links>. <laughs> <laughs> we'll shoot some 
Golf round. <laughs> <laughs> we'll play some rounds of golf. Um, there will not be much competition, apparently. <laughs> um, and then we're gonna go to a delicious restaurant. And surprise, I'm out. I tap out, and your girlfriend's there. It's really sweet. Wow. And you have a real date. <laughs> <laughs> I'm genuinely impressed. Thank you. <laughs> All right, Scott, welcome to Outwatch. Hey, how's it going, man? Awesome. <laughs> Couldn't be better. <laughs> Scott, take me on a date. All right. So, Gucci man. <laughs> Big Cubs guy, right? Oh, no doubt. Big Cubs fan. Yeah, we're not going to Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to stay right right in Indianapolis, where I am located. We're going to the Indians, the mm. AAA affiliate of the Pittsburgh Pirates. Yeah. One, because that's all I can afford. And two, I like to underachieve. <laughs> <laughs> Next, we'll go to dinner. No, Probably like Chick-fil-A, huh? Qdoba. I don't know. <laughs> Wherever you like. <clears throat> then we'll Netflix and chill. Ooh. With Survivor. Mm. Season eight. <laughs> Which is season eight? Season eight is um. Uh, let me look it up. I'm I'm embarrassed that I don't know the answer. I also don't know the answer. Oh, is it heroes? No. It's all stars. Oh, very good. Oh, all stars. Yeah, yeah. All stars was a good season. Perfect. And that's it. Nice. And then mm, there's more. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. <laughs> hmm. Uh, I think I think Emily's the winner. Congratulations. Yes. I was saying that because she hands you off to your actual girlfriend. Maybe. <laughs> no, it's size coffee. <laughs> really, she just set the tone on a positive note. Thank you. With that Dunkin' coffee. Right. Just start out on a high. And then by the after we drink Dunkin', by the end of the night, I'll be saying I probably pooped on myself. <laughs> <laughs> Romance. <laughs> Romance. <laughs> oh man. Well, this is a Survivor podcast, and uh, we're talking about <laughs> season six, episode six tonight. Um, and let's uh, let's start by blazing a trail down to tree mail and uh, hitting the big beats of this episode. We start back at the uh, Tribe Day Dave, where Heidi feels some regret at first with for voting with the guys when they don't necessarily include the girls in the next morning's activities. Um, meanwhile, on the yellow side of things, Shauna and Alex start to power couple off. Um, their association with one another becomes very overt. At the reward challenge, we've got a one-on-one -on -one log roll competition for fruit and spices, which the Blue Tribe wins by a score of five to four. Spicy fruit. Spicy fruit. <laughs> I love that spicy fruit. <laughs> the losing tribe takes a Your nice bath. <laughs> roll on some logs for spicy fruit. <laughs> Want to know what you're playing for? <laughs> We got spicy fruit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Give me the spicy fruit. <laughs> uh, the losing yellow tribe takes a bath in the Amazon river and scrubs all their troubles away. 
whereas the Blue Tribe really starts to come together after this win. You see them bonding and really putting the tribe first. Uh, now the meat of things really starts to happen. Ha! <laughs> the meat of things. <laughs> Over on the Yellow Tribe, uh, we see Rob losing faith in Alex with his newfound association with Shauna. And that leads to Rob and Dina forming an alliance. Then later, Rob goes and talks to Matthew. And after formally wanting Matthew out of things, um, Rob feels like he can be in control of Matthew as well. That is then, shortly afterwards, when Yellow plays the infamous dating game, which we will dissect as an important strategic moment in this game. At the Immunity Challenge, we've got a big nasty beef game where... There's a, a lot of beef, and they have to bite it off, and whoever bites the most off wins. It's terrible. Um, it's terrible. After this, the the Blue Tribe wins this challenge, um, and back at the Yellow Tribe, Shauna starts by throwing herself out there as a potential option, but then Matt and Alex kind of throw each other's hat in the ring as well. And um, Matthew seems to gain some favor in Rob's eyes, particularly as a controllable asset through the rest of the game. At Tribal Council, uh, this is added to as Matthew shows that he has clear value as a provider. Shauna cements her inness in the game, and when the votes clear, despite Shauna, her complete 180 and her commitment to the game... Shauna gets the brunt of the votes. She's voted out 4-2 with Alex and Shauna being left in the dark, sending their votes on Matthew. And just like that, Shauna is gone. And Adam, the Believe in Yourself and Aliens tribe, loses their first member in Shauna. How do you uh how would you memorialize Shauna's game? Shauna, you were on Survivor. I don't know that you played Survivor, but you were on it. Now I know how Jesus felt. <laughs> <laughs> now, I was, I, I think a few episodes ago, I, I offered her up the trade. I was ready to get rid of her. I was uh, a little hopeful in her uh, rebound after all the guys showed up, but uh, didn't have a lot of hope in her as a player. And I'm, I'm fine to have her off my tribe. It's whatever. Yeah, she was the last pick that you made. She was. Uh, but gone she is. Yeah, which means that I had the option to pick Dave or Roger. True. I picked Shauna. That you did. Because she was the collectively agreed upon hot one, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like she really, really looked rough a couple episodes ago, but she yeah. really did, to her credit, turn things around. <clears throat> um, and yeah, like compete and make, you know, herself a relevant force in the game to some degree. But yeah, it was her. Uh, we'll talk about the idea of power couples for sure as we dissect this. But this is a really early example of how being viewed as such really does no good for your state in the game. Uh, with that being said, guys, what was your favorite moment from this episode? Um, Emily, would you care to share your favorite moment first? Oh, gosh. Uh you know, the, the meat challenge is really stuck in my mind, but that was not my favorite part. It's it's tough to get out of your, your mind, it just as I'm sure getting that meat out of your teeth was also hard. <laughs> it was so gross. 
Um, yeah, and I'll be honest, the log challenge, I told Adam when we watched it, those just make me nervous because I know someone's going to get hurt. Like you fall <laughs> off that log and you just smack your face on it and you're in the mud pit and you have to be like, ha ha, teamwork, but also your teeth are gone. You know, it's just a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a good like analogy for college. throw it out on a slippery slope one wrong move you're in the mud pit you're in the mud pit and you're like ha 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 everything's great yep but it's not (laughs) right you're like that cat hanging on the poster Mm. (laughs) uh, like the cat the cat on the poster oh hang on (laughs) (laughs) oh my god that's a throwback that one doesn't get a lot of play (laughs) that was a good example of it I'm just, okay, here's another thing. Here's something I did like. I am heavily biased. I really like Tom McKee, and I was very pleased to see them um, getting along and winning challenges. Yeah, won both challenges this episode. Yeah, yeah. that was probably my favorite part. A couple big wins for the Tom McKee tribe. Scott, did you have a favorite moment? Um, I did. It's this quote, and I could be loosely like paraphrasing a little bit, but... Um, I'll let you guys guess who it's from. Uh, Alex has lost momentum. He's too focused on making friends, which is stupid. You can stay <laughs> home and make friends. <laughs> I love Rob. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was pretty good. <laughs> Such a good quote. I I really loved Rob's play this whole episode. I really became a fan of him this episode. So Yeah, this was a, a good Rob episode. <laughs> It's <laughs> too worried about making friends, which is stupid. Which is stupid. <laughs> he, I feel like it, this probably was last episode. It couldn't have been this episode. It must have been last episode. He made a comment about like agreeing not to vote off any of the girls as long as they'd like walk around naked or something like that. That was tough. It um, was tough. And, uh, and, and this episode, just like watching Rob like play Survivor. It's just like it felt so good like in this moment yeah. of like you're saying all these awful things, but then I just see you play this game and I'm suddenly invested in you again. Mm-hmm. It was it was it was unfortunate to hear and then like really nice to see just move past it. Yeah. 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 Again, not cannot excuse the misogynist or sexist things that people say. Right. But- and, and Rob in particular, I would believe that he he would regret if he looks back on this i believe he regrets this like some of the things that he said yeah well let's let him speak for himself rob are you listening what do you have to say (laughs) tune in that's right just uh skype in with us yeah (laughs) oh hey it's rob Rob? hold on (laughs) uh hi it's me rob sesternino here on the podcast what would you it's even do, stupid Alex? That you are saying these things about me. <laughs> that was my Rob impression. It wasn't that great. <laughs> he kind of does that when he talks, though. He does it in segments, and they all kind of turn up at the end. Mm. Have you noticed George, that? There was a Food Network show called Unwrapped oh with uh, oh Summers. My Mark God, Summers. Mark Summers, yeah. Where he he would always end things like, "And this is how you make." A Twinkie. I know. I can't stand it. (laughs) Once I became aware of it, it was all I would ever like hear. And I couldn't watch that show anymore. (laughs) Yeah, it was bad. It was on after like Good Eats. It was on after Good Eats. It was. Yeah. (laughs) 
I used to watch it when I got home from school sometimes, which shows you what kind of kid I was. <laughs> Listen, I was the same kid, Alex. <laughs> we currently host the Survivor Rewatch podcast. Yeah, we know. <laughs> it was always fascinating because he was always True. explaining things like, I don't know. I don't know. Like Laffy Taffy. Uh-huh. It's like, here's how Laffy Taffy. And he's like, you know, it's not science. <laughs> it's made of normal things. This is a normal thing that's happening. <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> What's in Laffy Taffy, Mark Summers? No one's for sure, but it's that real shit stuff. Is science. <laughs> no one could pay attention over the sound of his inflection. <laughs> it's so permeating, though. It would be like, and now on this conveyor belt, the yes. Yes. items are wrapped with. <laughs> be normal. Talk normal. <laughs> Talk like a human being. <laughs> You'd eaten too many Laffy Taffies. Oh my god! I think he was a robot. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't think we can prove that he wasn't a robot. Right. If you Mark guys Summers? have definitive evidence Mark that Summers. Mark Summers is not a robot, Mark Summers, tune in. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I know you're busy hosting Dancing with the Stars or whatever. But <laughs> Mark Summers, come on out, watch. <laughs> Rob Sesternino, come on out, watch. Yeah. This is a new thing. We're just going to tell people to come on out, watch. <laughs> you won't. You're afraid. William Morris, come on out, watch. <laughs> oh, God. I am a nice person. <laughs> All right, let's talk about this episode of Survivor. Um, yeah, I was like, what were we talking about? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Why were we talking? Whatever. Are we live? Crap. <laughs> Are we live? <laughs> um, okay, coming off the beginning of the episode where, where Heidi is um, a little hurt that the men don't seem to stand by what they pitched to her as like being a part of a new tribe. Um, let's like kind of re... Um, Oh, I always forget this word. It starts with an L and it's when you like um make the decision over again. Litigate. Let's like relitigate Heidi's choice here to flip. Do you think that this was a strategic move or a social move more than the other? Because now she is, yeah, she maybe is backtracking on that move in this moment. I think if it was strategic, she wouldn't have put herself in the minority position that she did. Mm -hmm. I think it was probably more social from the beginning. Mm -hmm. I I am surprised at how much she expected the social game to change. Yeah. It's also funny because the, the whole episode starts with uh, Christy asking why Jean and not Christy. And they're explaining it's like every anything that Jean can do, we have in Butch. You are someone new and fresh, and you have other things to add to this tribe. Yeah, which we have. So they're they're making themselves sound like this, you know, big tribe. And Chrissy feels a part of it, but Heidi, who is the one who made the decision, is concerned. I don't know. This was just such a weird dynamic. Everything yeah. about this, it felt very. Again, like we keep saying this, it felt very reality TV, not Survivor. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think it was interesting. And you brought up a good point where it's like she expected the social dynamics to change overnight, you know. 
and they yeah literally overnight and they didn't and, um yeah i thought it was interesting the way also that the men handled this because yeah a lot is talked about about how to come back to tribal after like a blindside you know it's like as somebody who was blindsided, how do you deal with it? As the one doing the blindsiding, how do you do it? And I think that the guys did a pretty good job that night of, yeah, like talking up Christy, being like, listen, you're still here for a reason. We want you around. We want to work with you. And um, yeah, especially seeing the way that Christy has handled being left out of a vote in the past, that probably did a lot of good um, to keep her from, yeah, really reacting angrily. Um, yeah, there's a understated move by those guys well and it kind of echoes back to kagayan to where uh uh uh, trish when she makes the decision to flip after the tribe shuffle um because it's like she 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 votes out cliff and like woo and everybody else is sitting there going like why don't we have like the you know brawn against beauty like we have the numbers why would we divide it up and i think chrissy kind of harkens back to that trish move where she feels like she's connected to this new tribe that the women weren't really a part of it and heidi is sort of like i really like the women dynamic and now i don't have that anymore yeah impressive memory there adam thank you (laughs) (laughs) We talked about the reward challenge a little bit already, but we got the log roll here for spicy fruit. Um, (laughs) (laughs) My biggest. We think that's so funny. And listeners are going to be like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) My, uh, my biggest takeaway from this is that we got a real solid Jeff sunglasses appearance. <laughs> we did comment on the sunglasses for this one. Everyone's oh, wearing their little tiny yeah. really shades. Yep. They're so bad. <laughs> Why was this ever goggles. in style? <laughs> I don't know. I love it. I wish we could go back to that. No, you don't. A uh, big moment from this win was Butch uh beating oh, who was it? Was it like Matthew? I think Butch beats Matthew. Yeah, in um, like I, I a one on one here or towards Rob. the end. No, it's not Rob. No, yeah, it was one of the like, it was either Matthew or Alex, but yeah, one of these like strapping young men, Butch frickin' puts him in the ground. <laughs> this is a Butch <laughs> Stan podcast, and we will not tolerate any of you talking bad about Butch. <laughs> I would never. No. I love in yourself. <laughs> I think Butch is genuinely my favorite person on this season. <laughs> I wish I we got more like confessionals from him. I'm so upset that I don't think he's going to win. I think it's awful. <laughs> yeah, he must be like terrible in confessional, man, because we get no confessional yeah, material from him. Um, yeah, great sunglasses. Let's, um, uh, yeah, there's the, the Amazonian bath sequence which we um you know don't need to rehash too deeply so we've already done four of those this season so uh any any strategy assessment from this um either from the men or from the women um in this scenario we kind of had dina hanging back uh taking it all in where you know jenna and shauna really jumped in with both feet and of course all those dudes were all about it as well 
from a strategic and gameplay perspective, what do we think about how this bath sex section <laughs> Freudian slip? Yeah, there's some there's some sexual heat there. <laughs> what do we think about how that all shook out? Well, I mean, we see. I'm assuming it's like. Dina and Rob hang back. I think that's what's happening. Well, no, because Rob is a different. Rob scene. is like definitely getting bathed. Well, I know, but like <laughs> <laughs> this yep, is our definitely bathed. Um, do you ever do you ever have those moments in your life where you feel like you've like broken the seal on a sentence? Where it's like <laughs> nobody in the world has ever said the sentence until I have just now. There is, there's Rob a, there's is a, there's definitely a getting bathed. There, there's a subreddit called Brand New Sentence that's just dedicated <laughs> to things like that. I think that's one. Rob is definitely getting bathed, <laughs> <laughs> and it's not close. <laughs> oh goodness. Yeah, you were saying. <laughs> oh gosh, I don't even know anymore. Uh, yeah, yeah. I it looked like maybe Rob and Dina stayed back, or they had a conversation later. I don't know, but they realized that they both were thinking strategically, and they needed some help. So they kind of made an alliance. Yeah, I think it's interesting watching Dina because she's like. Everything is so blatantly obvious to her. Yeah. She's like, you guys are acting the fool and I'm back here, like literally, you know, standing aside, watching this happen. And then she's just waiting and then she's able to make an alliance with Rob. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I think she's able to glean something out of the shenanigans in her tribe. Dina is here to play. She is. I respect she, that. Yeah. She's not say, messing I, around. Does, does Rob come back for another season? Uh yeah, okay. And Dina doesn't. No, yeah. This is Dina's only Man, only time. I, like, yeah. Dina, I she's like, probably like, I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> that could be it. But like the thing about Rob plays this game, like he's he's simultaneously playing this game like in the moment in 2002, and like this is a fully fleshed strategy game. And, right. and you see that you just see Rob participating in the bathing all this stuff, but then he hangs back with Dina and it's like, all right, so we're going to vote like half these fools off because they're crazy. Uh -huh. And Dina is just, I just want to see her in like another season. I feel yeah. like she would be so good. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I like, I've, this has been one of the, the bright spots for this rewatch to this point is like how much Dina has really stuck out as like a huge contributor to this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that, like, I, I really want to indict all of the men on this tribe, um, even from, like, a strategic perspective, you know, of, like, uh, there's, like, certainly a part of them that are, are like, a, a feeling good or aligning with, um, yeah, like, Jenna and, um, and Shauna in this moment, like, because they're attracted to them, you know, which is, like, yeah, some classic old school survivor stuff, but it's like, guys, come on. Like, <laughs> mm -hmm. this is very obvious what's going on here. It's it's also very obvious on the parts, again, of Jenna and Shauna, to their credit, that they're, like, utilizing this as a way to advance their places in the game. Uh, and if it works, then you can't really blame them. Mm. Um, so, yeah, like, you know, Shauna doesn't make it her way out of this episode, but she almost does. 
And it's because of her ability, like from a social perspective to gain, yeah, the alliance of, of these men. Um, yeah, she definitely has Alex on board and she almost nearly does Matthew too. Well, and that's like, I think it's so interesting that Matthew, it, it's easy. I think this is part of the editing of it where Matthew looks like he's just bought in. Yeah. But at the end of the day, he makes a strategic decision, mm-hmm. which makes me wonder how strategic was Survivor in like these previous seasons, but we just don't see it because editing, it yeah. was, you know, we're making a reality show. A we're not point. making yeah. a, you know, whatever. So I, I don't know. I, I think that's an interesting, that would be so interesting to see mm-hmm. how, how much of this is the way that it's been edited and how much of this is people don't treat this like a strategy game. Yeah, that's a great point. I, I think it's a little bit of both, right? And that, yeah, Survivor in this moment is definitely leaning into reality show like conventions and prioritizing that over some of the strategy talk where there's probably a lot of strategy talk that doesn't make the cut for that reason. But with that, it's, you know, there's also, I think far less than there is in later seasons. So yeah, Mm -hmm. I think, I think there definitely is a part of it where it's, you know, yeah, maybe there is some like some deeper strategy going on, especially with Matthew, this episode that we don't see of like setting up like a love triangle sort of situation. Even like we don't see anything about Jenna in this episode uh-huh. beyond her being there. Yeah. But like she voted out Shauna. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a good point. Yeah. I just like I, I want to know why. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that um, and we'll like get to this here in a little bit or we'll get to it now. Dina has a really wonderful um thought in a confessional that it articulates I think this idea of like the power couple so well in a way that's really like ahead of her time in this game but she said and I wrote this quote down because I thought it was so good she said anyone who gets together exclusively against all other players poses a threat to me and I thought this is like this is why the idea of a power couple is so threatening right is that you know this survivor takes place like in a vacuum it's this game that exists separately from the world you're with strangers. But if you're able to like form a bond with someone, whether it's romantic or not, that is strong enough that you are seen as a united pair that automatically has like value and power stronger than anything you're going to be able to put together other than a, a similar like power couple, right? To be able to like come together as a, a partnership that is nearly unbreakable forms yeah again this idea of the power couple that you know you're not going to break and now that person basically has two votes for whatever they want um as opposed to everyone else's one and i think that that uh played into a lot of whether we saw it or not why shauna went this episode is that matt or alex and shauna very much became a power couple um yeah and they had to shut that down Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the other um not power couple level uh partnership but the the Rob Dina partnership at this point. What do you guys like what could a a true Rob and Dina like tight alliance partnership mean for the game going forward? Scott, you texted me about this when you saw I did. Rob and Dina hooked up. I was sitting like from the start of the episode when all that was going down I was like please let Rob and Dina become an alliance. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just think like they're like 
from what we've seen so far, they are like almost head and shoulders above everybody else. So I think like on a strategy level, like they're playing chess at this point where everybody else is just kind of playing checkers or not playing at all. So like if those two hook up and form that power couple, so to speak, I don't know that anybody could really touch them Mm -hmm. at this point, at least not playing in season six of survivor. So, and then with that too, you get like, um, their alliances come together too. Like you, with Rob, you get like, you know, theoretically you get a Matthew, um, and an Alex potentially, maybe not Alex so much anymore with Dina, you get a Jenna and like a Shauna and a Heidi. Um, and you, yeah, you get this really powerful United group that kind of bridges the gap. If that, if it sticks, um, let's talk about Matthew too. We've talked about it a little bit, but this is a really interesting thing going on. Um, the conversation around Matthew, where at first Rob talks about how he could care less about whether Matthew's in the game. He kind of sucks. He doesn't, he's really stupid, <laughs> is what he says. Yeah, he's really mean to Matthew. Rob does not like him. <laughs> no, he doesn't. But then Matthew goes around and like catches a ton of fish and like provides a lot of value to the tribe in that way. And then Rob also gets the, um, the feeling that he can kind of control and manipulate Matthew. Um, and then, yeah, ultimately, Matthew receives a couple votes at the end of the episode, doesn't get voted out, um, and chooses to vote against Shauna, who we're kind of presented to think that he kind of has like a, I don't know, an attraction to at minimum, an alliance with at most. So what do you guys make of, of Matthew and his game to this point? Adam, what are your thoughts? Matthew seems like he wants to have a connection with somebody above all else because hmm. he he was he was the one who really liked daniel yeah that's true yeah uh i, I think he ultimately votes against him but at the end of the day like Ma- matthew's whole thing is he doesn't feel like he's really connected with anybody in survivor mm-hmm. and so i think he is rob's like perfect foot soldier where as long as you're willing to put up with him and make him feel like, yeah, like you belong, you're a part of us. Yeah. He'll do whatever you want. That's a really good point. And I just like, it is, it is so, he is just such a perfect foot soldier. I I can't like, I I don't think that he is a smart strategic player in in this day and age. Like I'm sure if he was on in a later season, he would be different, but just for right now playing with Rob and Dina, like he's just such a perfect foot soldier for yeah. Rob. It's just I, I like that is Rob should take Matthew to like the final three and then mm-hmm. just boot him out, like be done with it. But <laughs> Yeah, I think that's a great call that yeah, that he's looking for like connection. He feels like isolated from the very beginning. Um, and so to like provide him with that of like, yeah, no, like you're you're in, you belong, you're here. Um, yeah, it seems like he'll be someone that's pretty loyal to you. And also like all that value that he provides by catching so many fish and stuff, Mm -hmm. especially in the tribal portion of the game. Like that is, I think that this may be a hot take where like the super game bot strategy thinkers of current survivor, um, would say that, yeah, like who cares if you work around camp, who cares if you catch fish? Like that doesn't, it's not strategically relevant. Like you can vote out your biggest provider if they're not helping you like win the game. I think that maybe like it's 
that's a too big of a swing in the other direction because to have somebody like Matthew who is catching you a bunch of fish that is like inherently valuable um to you well, even if like they yeah maybe if they're not somebody that you can really work with like to keep them around for as long as you can i still think is a, a valuable thing and that's i i think that there there should be tiers to your alliance where it's like okay this person is they're my ride or die i'm going to keep them with me as long as possible because i know that they are loyal to me and they will do what i need them to do and then there are these people who they're going to go along they're strategically useful around camp and that they do things like that and i'm not worried about them as threats Mm -hmm. so i'll keep them along but they're also my first outs yeah and i matthew is just one of those players that like I think as long as you make him feel like he's wanted or whatever, like he will just do whatever you want him to do. It feels that way. Yeah. So I, I like, he is such a ride or die teammate in that regard, mm-hmm. as long as you include him. So as long as you can put up with him being, you know, malnourished and being you know, hungry and under slept, it's, it's great. But you also don't want him around to be the player that, you know, swings and then all of a sudden you lose your advantage. Right. Right. Yeah. If he is like truly swingable in that way, like if you're able to swing him, then, then right. who's to say that? Well, and it's like, I, I think Rob's Rob's specific threat is that Rob doesn't like him. So mm-hmm. the problem with Matthew is that Rob gets annoyed with Matthew and then Matthew feels like, Oh, well you're not loyal to me. And he swings. And yeah. that's where, that's where his issue is. Yeah. Let's talk about this nasty beef challenge. Mm, we have to. <laughs> I just want to say that I think I would actually vomit if I had to do this. Um, I'm surprised no one did. Yeah. Like, even if the it doesn't, like, taste gross, just, like, I don't know, like, having things in and out of my mouth that often for that long, like, it just makes me feel like I'm going to throw up, I think. Also, the audio in this challenge was terrible. Yeah. Yeah, it was All bad. Just like the mouth noises. As was the video. The video was, was also Watching people around. like grab meat out of other people's mouths because it wouldn't fall out. Uh, it was the gross. It was so bad. It was really gross. Which this was <laughs> bad television. Which Survivor producer do you think is a very specific pervert? <laughs> 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 Uh. <laughs> <laughs> my thoughts during this challenge were how many vegetarians were made after <laughs> watching this episode yeah and also as nasty as this was to watch this was really like extra pervy because <laughs> the survivors are very hungry yeah. and they have to take all of this food and spit it out yeah true I didn't think about that. <laughs> I was thinking about that while watching it. Like, how tempting would it be to just like eat the meat? Just right? Eat. Yeah. <laughs> He's like counting down. Three seconds left. You're like, whatever. Let me just I take was... a bite real quick. And <laughs> yeah, it was really my close. comment was on the clothes because like everyone's wearing these shirts that yeah. are covered in meat juice, right? But- and you don't have any real way of cleaning anything anymore. Amazon <laughs> River, baby. You are 20 some odd days away, 22 days away at this point, 21, something like that, 
from finishing this game, yeah. like, you've ruined that shirt. Yeah. Like it, it's not it's not just like after this game, I'm done with it. It's I'm done wearing whatever <laughs> shirt I'm wearing. It's going to smell like meat for the rest of the time. Mm. It's just going to go gross. I like this was such a gross challenge. Adam is our resident culinary expert. What do you think that beef was marinated in? <laughs> I can't imagine they marinated. Them. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I would be surprised if it was salted. <laughs> it had some like some juiciness to it. I, I think that it was just smoked and it had some 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 juiciness to it left because it wasn't cooked until yeah. it was super dry. Fair it enough. Looked like there was a decent char there, though, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, that they had so some, gross. some pit master come out here and barbecue I the beef. I, I just, I, who thought of it? Like, who? I know. <laughs> what awful producer was like, this is a good idea. Well, yeah. okay. For, a specific, a specific for immunity. Yeah. We also didn't discuss the fact that. Jeff set this up with a very loose connotation to the theme. He and and we got some B-roll of it too. Like oh, the piranhas, piranhas. Yeah, you're right, in the you're water. Right. Whenever they encounter a piece of meat, they all attack it. And then they showed piranhas eating raw meat, which was very gross. And then they were like, You are the piranhas. And then we had to watch that, but like my, really messed up. That was definitely the inspiration. I, my genuine thought was that this challenge was going to be who can eat the most meat. <laughs> but, then, but then I got to thinking, I was like, but like, if you just drop the meat on the ground, like, how are they going to measure this? And then Jeff explained the challenge. And I was like, oh, this is worse. This is worse than I thought it was going to be. Who <laughs> can eat the most meat. And then we're going to have to medevac all of you because you can't exactly. pass bowel yeah. movements they anymore. Yeah, they all would have gotten really sick. <laughs> Ugh. All right, let's talk about this vote. Uh, Shauna's voted out four to two. Alex and Shauna are both left out of the vote. Um, I, I think a couple things that w- warrant discussion here are, yeah, Alex being left out of this vote um, and the implications as far as that goes. Um, yeah, for Alex being blindsided as well. And then also this idea that we kind of brought up earlier, but how Dina and Jenna like formerly forced Shauna to stay in the game because their alliance and the, at this point, they vote her out. Um, yeah, like what has fundamentally changed about that situation to cause them to swing in that way? Any thoughts on either of those? I mean, did Alex just not vote for Shauna genuinely because he liked her? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's a thing where they, um, yeah, like didn't. Uh, yeah, like I could imagine Rob like not telling Alex like, hey, we're definitely voting for Shauna. Maybe Rob tells Alex. Yeah, it's Matthew. Vote for Matthew. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't think that Alex particularly liked Matthew. And so I, I think he was just kind of throwing out another name where he was like, yeah, I don't know. I don't like Matthew. Let's vote him out. Mm-hmm. But yeah. then like there was no strategy talk with Jenna. Yeah, we heard very little from her. That's what I want to know what happened there, because I. I can believe that they swung Jenna onto her onto their side to vote out Shauna. But I just want to know what it like, what what did that entail? Yeah, both her and Dina voted for Shauna. Yeah, well, and that's like I like Rob, Rob and Dina are together. 
I can see that. And then Rob and Matthew, mm-hmm. I can see that connection. So I can, I basically, I see Rob, Matthew and Dina as a strong three yep. against Shauna. The person that cements her fate is Gina or is Jenna. And I don't get it. Gina, of course, the combination of Jean, Dina and Jenna. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a, a really great, great question. We don't necessarily get the answer to that, as, you know, at least that I caught in this episode. Um, there wasn't really much strategy talk, I didn't think. At least I didn't pick up on a ton of, like, alternative options other than, like, um, like Alex or Matthew. Mm-hmm. I, so, I kind of feel like the decision was made before the uh, before the immunity challenge even started. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, yeah. I, I just like, there was no reason to bring Alex into the fold. If he knew you had the numbers. I imagine a lot, a lot of it came down to this power couple thing, right? I'm sure what either Dina, probably Dina told Jenna was, um, the same reason that Rob like kind of ditched Alex of like, yo, Shauna is more, um, worried about this thing with Alex now than she is with our Alliance. Like Mm -hmm. we need to get her out of here or she's going to work in opposition to us. Or as Dina says, Shauna's not feeling the chick thing anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Is that what she said? I think, right? That's that's almost exactly what she said. I was like paraphrasing a little bit, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah and like to the point where you know just a few episodes ago dina and jenna were even though shauna was like willing to leave to get voted out like they were like nope you're staying because it's good for us um yeah they like held her here against her will to some degree to the point now where they're where they're voting her out even though she wants to be in the game it's just yeah an interesting swing and i wish we heard more about it well, I think I I don't know. I, I imagine the conversation also probably includes something about Shauna not being trustworthy mm-hmm. because the reason that she has done this 180 is because of Alex. Yeah. So she she clearly she can't be trusted because her alliance is with Alex and that's about it now. You, you just it's hard. You can't be in alliance with someone like that who. Attaches themselves to someone else. Yeah. Yeah. It makes you wonder, like, for her specifically, how her game would have played out differently if they were in a traditionally divided tribe, you know, with like men and women. Maybe mm-hmm. she doesn't fall into this deep pit. <laughs> Maybe she forms some good, you know, alliances out of the gate. Um, yeah. I don't know. Uh, so Shauna is the next person voted out. Uh, Adam loses her first, uh, Adam loses his first member. And now, um, Emily, you actually all three tribes gained 40 points this week through a different combination of reasons. Um, Adam of course gets no points from Shauna um, gets a full 15 from Heidi and Butch for winning immunity and reward and a solid 10 from Matthew for voting correctly and surviving. Emily only had three contestants left in the game, but got a good 15 from Christine Roger and then 10 from Rob and Scott, even though he had all four members, uh, 
getting points here. Alex only got five. Dina and Jenna only got 10, and Dave got 15. So we are all square at 40 points um, on the episode, and our margins, of course, stay the same, too. And third place is the Poison Dart Frog Tribe at 165. Adams, Believe in Yourself and Aliens Tribe is at 175. And Tribe Bangarang is at 180. Bangarang. Uh, holding on to the lead by a slim margin. This is tight. It is tight. This is exciting. I said it from the top, man. This could be a, a real tight race. Um, Adam, even though you lost your first member this week, uh, you've still got Heidi, Matthew, and Butch. How do you feel about your chances going forward? I feel... I, I feel good about Heidi and Butch. Matthew is always a toss-up. I, I spent this whole episode talking about him as a good foot soldier for Rob. Yeah. So basically, he does as well as Rob wants him to, but also the most strategic player in the game is currently gunning for him, so that doesn't feel good. Uh, I, I honestly, if I'm going to call it out, I don't think I win this season. Interesting. I, I don't think I do. All right. Well, not a lot of confidence from the skipper. Uh, Scott, you're the last tribe with all four players left. How do you feel about your tribe? Um, I felt better after our last episode. Okay. Um, just, I don't have the, I forget. I have Alex, correct? Alex, Dina, Jenna, Dave, right? Yeah, that's right. That's what I thought. So I feel less good about Alex. I feel like he is maybe, on the chopping block, so to speak, but yeah, I think um, he definitely takes like, a step back this episode. What'd you say? I think he definitely takes a step back this episode. Yeah, but I feel really good about um, my other three. Yeah, right now. So I don't know. I feel pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> but in <laughs> this game, that. <laughs> but in this game, when you say you feel pretty good, that's when something bad's about to that's happen. That's right. So. You're about to get voted out. So. We're going to stay vigilant. We're we're staying hungry at Tribe Bangarang. Let's name our MVPs, and then we'll get to some trade talk if if necessary. Um, Scott, you're still in the lead, so why don't you give us your MVP first? Um, I kind of led with it, but I'm going to give it to Rob. I feel like this was a good Rob episode. Rob like Sesternino is on the board. Yep, I feel like he got a lot done, and I feel like he kind of did a lot to cement his place in the game. So Yeah. Good pick. Um, Adam, what about yourself? Well, I am a big fan of Rob, big fan of Dina, but I think my MVP is going to go to Butch. Butch. Uh, He had the best moment this episode with Christy. Yeah, I skipped over that. I meant to talk about that. Like Butch's social game, dude, is slept on. The way he makes people feel like a part of things and like people like him like that's huge yeah so i'm giving i'm giving my mvp this week to the person who has probably my favorite social game that i've seen thus far and and like i thought rupert would be hard to top for like a social game component but like bush is just too good for this game yeah (laughs) they're totally different you know yeah but you're right like yeah the conversation he has with christy is like such a great example of the way he makes people feel valuable and good and like that they like him. And like, yeah. I don't know, man, you could do a whole lot worse than get to the end of this game and have people genuinely like you. That sets yeah. you up really, really well. 
Uh, who's your MVP, Emily? Uh, I, <laughs> I'll go with Rob. Rob. Yeah, I think he's actually being strategic amid all of the tomfoolery. <laughs> <laughs> Including the tomfoolery he himself participates in and does. Yeah, there's some there's some sexual heat there. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be a new all-time favorite for me, I think. I love that quote. That's <laughs> so good. I just want Dina in more seasons. Yeah, she's <laughs> awesome. The fact that she's that was awesome. like said as a a response to a question at Tribal 2 just <laughs> raises its value. <laughs> oh, who's going to get my MVP? I was thinking about this. Um... We get so little from Tombaki this episode. This is a very Jabaru heavy episode. Yeah. yeah. Which um, I actually pointed out to Emily before immunity. I was like, I think the Jabaru is going to lose because we've just been watching Jabaru this whole time. Seriously. Yeah. It was very, very heavy. Um, Yeah, I, I think I'm going to have to go with the field here and award mine to Rob as well. The way mm-hmm. that he solidified this alliance with Dina, I think, is huge for him, especially coming into a merge soon. Um, and the fact that, yeah, he was able to vote out from um, somebody from the women's side is big for his alliance on the other yeah. side as well. Um, yeah, he potentially gained a really strong ally in Matthew. Um. Yeah, good episode for Rob, as as we've all said. Last bit of business before we wrap up here. Um, it is an even numbered episode, and so we've got a chance for some trades. Um, just a reminder of how this works: you can trade players one for one, or two for two, or three for three, if if you feel so led. Um, and going in order from last place to first place, you guys will have the opportunity to. <laughs> Propose a trade to a fellow can, uh, player here, and they, of course, can accept or decline. So, uh, Emily, do you have any trades you would like to throw out there to one of either Adam or Scott? Mm. You're dealing with Rob, Christie, and Roger left on your squad. No, I'm good. <laughs> Holding firm. Yeah. Uh, Adam, you're up next. Would you like to propose a trade? Uh, Scott, I want Dina. Mm. Everybody wants Dina, Adam. I love Dina. I think she's great. Love what she does. Okay. Any of those three players for Dina. Wow. The gauntlet Dina, has been thrown. I got I got Heidi, Matthew, and Butch. Dina is not for sale. Yeah, I had a feeling. <laughs> Dina is on Scott's untouchables list. Untouchables. Yes. I love me some Dina. So not Jesus. even for the first overall pick in the draft. Sorry, the Heidi. second overall pick in the draft. Heidi. Third. No, she was third overall pick. No, I'm getting right. good value right. out of Dina in the second round here. So <laughs> really are, man. Gosh, I, uh. <laughs> everybody loves Dina. Scott, it's your turn. If you'd like to propose a trade. 
Um, I don't really see a reason to change yeah. things right now, so I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna hold firm here. Gonna stand pat. All right, nothing changes as ride. far as our tribes go. Uh, we'll look forward to seeing what happens down the line. Anything else from this episode we didn't talk about, guys? That we need to need to talk about. I think we got it all. Perfect. I agree. Uh, well, thanks for listening, y'all. Next time on Outwatch, it is time for Episode 7, Girls Gone Wilder. Now, guys, I'm going to have to give you a prep here. This episode is some wild stuff. <laughs> it is some wild stuff and this is a moment that went like completely mainstream in the world that happened when it happened um, not so dissimilarly from some of the things we've talked about in some past seasons particularly Pearl Islands um, but this is um, this this raises this, this is a big deal what happens this episode and it's it's some wild stuff I saw the preview and I remember seeing this on like a VH1 show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when and we I talk about like, Survivor, oh, yeah, <laughs> Survivor is a reality show in this stage of the show. Um, this is the peak of it, I'd say. So a lot to look forward to. <laughs> I, I, so I distinctly remember Survivor Amazon being a thing. Yeah. Nothing else. I remember nothing else about this season. Awesome. <laughs> um, yeah. You, maybe you will when you see it. Uh, so stay tuned. <laughs> Make Can't sure wait. you subscribe to our feed um, so you don't miss an episode. And hey, you know, if you feel like taking me on a date, you know, and you want to send those plans to me via our Twitter at Outwatch Podcast. Um, I go for it, I guess, and uh, we'll share your plans right you here on as the a pod. template. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, thanks for listening, um, and we will see you next time. Adios. Bye.